0: In. Yards, yeah. touchdowns, yeah. shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round traffic. Believe we got stats here. Quarterback sacking. Hundred yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What team Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co-host, Eric, and I'm always joined by my co-host on Whether run What's going on? You know what this show is about. We talk about the NFL. We talk about week number two. And I'm not going to say too, too much into it, but Pats did win. Spoiler alert. Uh, Ron, let's talk about shortly, because we know we put this in a different podcast. But let's talk about our week two experience. How was it for you?
1: Uh, It was great being in Pittsburgh. Uh, Let me just start there. It was um, fun being at my first Steeler game in Pittsburgh. I've seen the Steelers other places. Um, Got to see the city of Pittsburgh. It was great. The game itself disappointing obviously uh, with the result but you know it is what it is um, you ended up winning the, the bet so I'm here sitting uh, with a Patriots jersey on right now.
0: Yeah that is why right now Ron it's a man of his word he said he would wear the Matt Jones jersey for the podcast Yep, <laughs> because it was part of our wager so he did so go Ron I applaud you Ron for doing that.
1: Hey hey my man my word I'm uh, jinxing the Patriots by wearing this. So,
0: yeah, let's say let's that does never work. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, let's let's quickly do news because I want to talk about what happened to Kyler Murray after that exciting win. And so, first of all, tell us what happened. What happened
1: after the win? Yep. So it looks like he was celebrating with uh, a group of Cardinal fans um, that were in the stands. Uh, he was, you know, getting some like high five and praises and hugs and stuff. And some fan uh, in the second row, right behind the group that was in front, like uh, reached out and slapped him in the face, basically. Um, and uh, at first, Kyler was like, "What the, you know? What the heck is going on?" Um, then he went. He tried to go after the after the fan but obviously guys up in the stands kind of was like five foot two so you know that wasn't happening but yeah it was just it's it was crazy you so know that what,
0: what what do you think that's Kyler Murray's fault or the fans also, he, he, it was an away game
1: it doesn't matter though man you don't put your hands on anybody period like I mean the Cardinal fans should just like pounce on that dude right oh, then yeah. and there you know
0: you should just automatically turn right. around Right
1: the fans you know fans are just crazy you know they, they think they can just pay a couple hundred bucks show up to a game just say whatever they want and act however they want you're fine it's fine when you're in the stands talking trash but you put your hands on somebody i don't know if it was me i'd be jumping in the stands like swinging so um nah you know they, they're gonna hopefully find out who it is press charges and that you know that guy will be arrested and uh not be able to attend another raiders game ever
0: i agree i agree with you i think that Obviously Kyle, that was an exciting game. An mm-hmm. exciting win. Last second. I think he, he got emotional. The fans were emotional. But it's like you said, it's gotta be like a line that oh, you yeah. don't cross. Yeah. When you're like physically assaulting oh, yeah. the opposing teams but the star player. Yeah. So yeah. But then again, I'm not trying to trash on the Raiders fan, but that's kind of the MO, isn't it?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, for the most part, that's what happens at Raiders games. Uh, Those guys are obnoxious. They, you know, drink too much. That's the, that's, listen, that's, that's the, uh, that's their, has been their history. They got to, you know, live with it. And, you know, that's, that's just who they are. I don't know what else to say about that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's terrible, terrible thing to happen. Uh, Another thing that I want to talk about, and this is going to step on a little bit of our, uh, Predictions in the future, but let's talk about the three teams that we—they start the season 0 and 2, and we picked them to have a decent season. I think, mm-hmm. I think I picked the Bengals and the Titans to like actually win the division. So let's let's start with the Raiders. The Raiders are 0 and 2. Can they turn it around, or you think that this is just a bad start and just they can't do
1: You know, they got a big week this week. They face the Titans, right? This week, so... um, I thought the Titans would have a down year. I didn't think they'd be 0-2 to start the season. Um, I didn't say anything. I didn't think the Raiders would be 0-2. I have more faith in the Raiders turning things around than I do the Titans.
0: I actually... So, we can come together because they are playing together. One of these teams is going to go into it. Yeah. Uh you think the Raiders or the Titans are uh, going to
1: go 1-3? I think the Titans are going to go
0: 1-3. I actually agree with you. I think the Titans, can't turn it around. Malik Willis, I know he came in late in the game. Mm-hmm. The game was out of reach, basically. And I, I just don't think that this team are buying the Bravo formula, right? Or does he need to just read that whole new players?
1: It's <laughs> and, not the they roll formula that's an issue he, you know he, he's someone that's a little bit old school play defense run the ball and stuff i think that can still work I, the question for me has always been about tanner hill and what kind of quarterback can he be now it, he wasn't the, responsible for all the points they gave up uh but he did throw a pick six i, I believe in that game and you know i i've already talked a lot about my concerns with him dating back to last season so um I think at some point this year, Malik is going to be playing. A lot of fans don't believe that. We got a friend who's a big fan of Tennessee, Stacy, uh, and you know he he swears by his team. He thinks his team is going to the playoffs. Uh, I see them in a uh, not full-on transition, but I, I see them on a decline, kind of like I see the, the Bucks a little bit. Um, their window is closing, and it seems to me right now, especially if they lose this week, it's closing faster than a lot of people are predicting.
0: Now, I picked the times to win that division. I also picked Aaron Henry as the comeback player of the year. Uh, I don't think any of those two things are, you know, materializing right now. What would you say the Raiders need to do? Because they started also 0-2, but they might go 1-2 after this week. But what do they need to do? Because they have their card. They have Devante Adams. Josh McDaniels, just a go. Their defense is not... Bad. So what? What's going on with them?
1: Don't don't blow games at the end. Don't fumble the ball uh, at the end of the game in overtime to lose the game. You can't throw games away. Uh, I'd say that. I mean, they they haven't looked to me atrocious uh, or anything. Um, you know, I'm more concerned just looking at their division. I'd be more worried if I'm Denver, even though Denver has a win. You know, Denver's offense doesn't look that good. I think you know. I think the Raiders are bounced back. I, I trusted Derek Carr. I like the weapons they have. Um, I think their defense is okay. I think they'll turn things around and and, uh, at the end of the season, they'll be uh, right up there.
0: I think they can do it with Josh McDaniel. I think he definitely has all the uh, talent on that team. It's just a matter of, like, you know, making it work. Right. Keeping the leads, Mm -hmm. you know, don't blow it. I have faith. I don't think that, I think the Raiders are a playoff team.
1: I think they'll get there. Um, I mean, just looking at all the AFC, I mean, you got the dolphins and bills at two and O, uh, and then Kansas city at two and O. That's really it. Everyone has at least one loss. So, um, I think they have a chance this early in the season, you know, let's see by week eight where they're at. Um, I still think they'll, they'll be in the playoffs. Um, I don't know about, um, Tennessee. And I'm honestly starting to get a little bit concerned about Cincinnati too, uh, whether or not they could turn turn things around.
0: Well, that's that's the third team that mm-hmm. we, that we thought was going to be in the playoff. Now they are in two, but then again, that division uh, it's not like a, that division you can you can win it right with like a nine and eight mm-hmm. because we've seen that Baltimore can can be. Uh, we see that the Steelers can be beaten. Um, the only other thing that, you know, but talking about the, the AFC, what do you think about the Dolphins being 2-0? Well,
1: before you get to that, go back to Cincinnati. Yeah, those teams have been beaten, but the sacks that Burrow's taking, um, I think he, what, he got sacked six times again, seven times the first week. That's cons- that's really concerning. I mean, um, he
0: had 73 sacks last year. Right.
1: And they, so they're we, on
0: the same pace.
1: Yeah. You, well, they're on pace for like 100 sacks, basically. You you know, we thought they, they may have fixed that. Uh, doesn't look like they're gelling yet, just quite yet. So um, I, I don't know. I think they got to fix that real quick. And, you know, they got the Jets this week. Maybe they can get a win and go from there. Uh, but I'm worried. But... Going back to Miami, to the Dolphins, Um, listen, they're a good team. I thought they were a pretty decent team. Their defense is good. They put up a heck of a lot of points this week. I don't know if I necessarily believe that's going to happen every week. Um, I think uh, that's more, you know, Baltimore blowing coverage. I think that's the bigger issue for them. Um, But Tua looked good. You know, he was impressive. Got to give him credit. Six touchdowns, two picks. Uh, the Dolphins are, are probably going to be, you know, in, in the playoffs or fighting for a playoff. Uh, so spot. should
0: should we apologize? Should we be back all those things that we said about? No,
1: no, not yet. No, I mean, come on, the guy, those guys were wide open, right? It's not to say Tua is not playing well. Um, well, that's just like blown coverages at you know at the end. I'm not going to jump on his bandwagon just just yet. And even some of the throws he made. Um you know, were underthrown. They were just so wide open, you know, that it, it was a they worked out for it to be touchdown. So, let's see what happens when you uh, play a team with you know better defense, or at least plays better defense uh, in a more critical situation, to like the playoffs. Uh, let's see what happens when you when you get there.
0: Yeah, because the Dolphins are like the Patriots. They're playing the uh, AFC North. Uh, so I want to see what kind of what kind of uh Tua shows up when they play the Steelers when they play Baltimore you know when they play the Browns Mm -hmm. uh and we'll get to the Browns uh when we do our predictions but I just want to see how Tua because right now I think that looking at the plays that have been called for him it's almost like uh you know like you said those those are find the open man basically mm-hmm. your let, job is to find the open man and, and, let,
1: and let let them make the play Let them simple. make the play right mm-hmm.
0: right right so i think that that style of offense is working right now but you know let them face some real real defenses mm-hmm. down the line and i want to see what what happens uh the other team that's doing no in the nfc is the giants the giants so what what's your take on that what because we predicted by this time, at least I did, they'll be zero and two. That we're gonna lose against the Titans, and I said that they we're gonna lose against the Carolina. But they're two and zero. So what's the deal? What's going on? Is this is are the Giants a playoff team, or is this just like this is gonna fizzle out?
1: Yeah. So I had them uh, going back to my prediction I them one and one at this point. Um, listen, they're playing good. Uh, pretty decent football right now. Um, obviously, Barkley uh, has been really good. Um, I think he only had seven, some, seventy something yards this game, but uh, he's been you know great this season. And then you know for Daniel Jones, he's made some mistakes here and there, but it hasn't been like you know a game killer just yet. So let's see if they keep that up, um, you know, from here on out. We, you know, I, I'm not gonna. Can they get to, to seven wins? I'm uh, starting to have more confidence in that happening. But I'm not going to uh, go out on the limb and say that they're in the playoffs or anything just yet.
0: Now, they have a big game coming up against Dallas on Monday night. Uh, we both gave them losses. But now that Cooper Rush is there, what do you think? This is a big game. I think that if they lose this game, all the uh, – Mo- Mojo that they've accumulated is gonna go out the window. Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think that they pulled this one out, or do you think it's a lot?
1: You know, Dallas looked pretty good um, with Cooper Rush. Um, having said that, it's still Dallas without Dak and uh, Dallas with just one receiver playing. So um, it's this is gonna be a tough one. I think I, I think the Giants are gonna pull it off. Believe it or not, I really do. I think the Giants are gonna figure out a way to win.
0: Right, let's let's go New York. Let's go big blue as uh, Chris was saying Yeah. Uh let's just quickly review the games. Uh let's start with the bug.
1: Hold on one second. Before we get there, just one thing I, I did wanna mention. Um, what do you think about uh Trey Lance getting hurt and now Garoppolo in there for the rest of the season looks like?
0: Well I told you that it was gonna happen sooner or later. the injury made it happen, you know, sooner, mm-hmm. but it's going to be the same thing. He's going to take the, the team to the playoffs right. and then they're going to lose. Yeah. I just don't see... I don't see that they're doing anything different. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, listen. It's obvious, it's obvious like, the, the players are, you know, happy for Jimmy. Very happy. Very happy. Like, overly happy. Um, and they, you know, they want Jimmy to, to be successful. They just like him. Period. And uh, that's to say they don't like Trey Lance. Um, but... They, the 49ers are lucky, man. I'm telling you, they are lucky. Because if I was Jimmy, i would have say, I'm not take, taking a dime less than what my contract is. Uh, you're going to pay me. I'm going to force you to either cut me or you're going to, you know, you're going to have to trade me. Uh, but I'm not going anywhere for a you know, a dime less. Uh, and I would have boxed him in. So I know he made like 350000 or something like that by playing and winning this game. Uh, and, you know, he has tons of incentives for the rest of the season. He can earn a lot of money from uh, here on out. But, uh, you know, for him to, to take that huge pay cut, uh, I, I wouldn't have done it.
0: Well, he took a huge pay, pay, uh, pay cut, right? Thinking that he was going to get traded. The trade didn't happen. So now he has this horrible contract. So he's sitting, two, and he's very, you know, disenchanted injury happens they need him and now i think he's getting all kinds of like love love, love uh his contract has all these kinds of bells and whistles that go off now that they taking up snaps taking up touchdowns, starting games
1: if, if i'm 49ers I, it's same thing with like green bay they just got to step up and say we made a mistake uh we shouldn't address it Trey Lance nothing against Trey the time wasn't the timing isn't right for us to let go of Jimmy um we shouldn't have taken Trey especially that early um they just need to step up admit that because if Jimmy goes out and makes the playoff and if he does well in the playoffs then they were sitting here again next year with the same conversation like are you gonna go back to Trey Lance uh you know after him not really doing much for the first you know couple games that we saw the little that we saw him, or are you gonna keep your proven commodity, uh, someone that's gotten you to the playoffs, gotten you to the Super Bowl, you know, we're gonna be here again, sitting you know the next year asking those same questions. The same
0: question. Mm-hmm. I don't. Is this a one year or two year deal that he resigned? I'm not sure.
1: I'm not sure. And
0: he he definitely should not go back. I think yeah. he needs to move on, unless you know his teammates are like come on man stay come Mm -hmm. on because is train lance really gonna be ready now that he's injured
1: well he better be i mean he drafted that's what i'm saying he drafted him in the first round uh expecting him to take over and um i can't even say that he really flashed any at all um he hasn't really been that great um but at the same time he needs to play and develop and he hasn't had a chance to, to do that so You know what? Are you what are you going to do?
0: Um,
1: Yeah, in the you know saying the same thing about Green Bay when they traded up for Jordan Love. You know, no one understood that. Here we are. What are we four years later now? Jordan Love is just sitting on the bench uh, behind Aaron. It just makes no sense.
0: Yeah, this is this is the kind of thing that if you're a GM or an owner or just an organization running the business. I know that you want to cover yourself by drafting somebody, but if they're not ready, don't force Or them. if
1: you're not ready, if you're not ready to move on, then don't draft.
0: Don't draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike your team, who's we're ready. You, you guys are ready. <laughs> no. We're ready. You pick it, fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Bucks. Let's talk about the Bucks. Uh, mm-hmm. They won twenty to ten. We thought that the Saints had the Bucks' number, but mm-hmm. this game in this game was all over the place yeah uh winston three interceptions there was a fight there Not was surprising. a melee uh although i look at the numbers now and New Orleans they rush for over 100 yards uh just to overall what what took place in this game
1: yeah so we didn't get to see it because we're you know we were in pittsburgh just really saw the highlights um We found out, though, that Jameis has, what is it, four fractures in his back. As soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe Tampa has a chance here. Um, And, uh, you know, listen, Tampa is the better team. Don't get me wrong. It's just that the Saints have had their number up until this game. Uh, Three turnovers is, you know, I don't know, is that the injury or is that Jameis reverting back to like old school Jameis where he's turning the ball over left and right? Um, you know, I don't know. and then the fight breaking out, there's no surprise there. you know, you know Mike Evans and Lattimore hate each other. so that's not surprising at all. Um, Mike Evans got suspended. Looks like he's appealing that, but uh, that was to, to me to be expected. These teams hate each other, especially those two guys. They don't like each other at all.
0: Yeah, it, it was I mean, I, fe- I feel like I feel like the bugs had to make this a weird game in order to win and they made it a weird game by having the fight, you know, having the three interceptions. It was just like an up and down game because if you look at Tom Brady's statistics, they're not.
1: They look like Mitch Trubisky's statistics. They <laughs> They're not
0: jumping off at the screen and telling you this is the growth, you know? Eight, I mean.
1: 18 for 34, 190, 5.6 yards per throw uh, or average. That's uh, That ain't good
0: that ain't good mm-hmm. that ain't very good at all but they did get the win so they go to 2-0 so I would say are they who's gonna Green Bay's coming in next week are you saying that Green Bay is the next best thing or some other team is
1: uh in the NFC mhm in terms of who's the better best team yep yeah. um yeah, I'm, I'm still going to go with uh, Philly in the NFC. Uh, I think they're the best team in the NFC. Uh the Rams, I think they'll improve, um, but I think they got a tough matchup this week. Um but I think it's going to be Philly. It's, you know, they they've been in pretty impressive. Let's see if they can be consistent. Um you yeah, know,
0: I think it's it's going to be a battle between those two. I don't know. I don't know who's going to get the number 1 seed. So they're gonna be Philly or the Buccaneers mm-hmm. um, the next the next uh, team we're not really gonna go into much detail about it it was the Patriots Steelers uh, the Patriots won we have like a one-liner for this game because if you want to listen to the details you can go to our patreon page I'll post it in on the uh, comments the description but give me like a one sentence of this game
1: predictable, uh, boring, um, and then for the, you know, whoever made the most mistakes was the one that was losing. Steelers made the most mistakes with the uh, dropped interception, uh, dropped uh, punt, um, and then not being able to stop them at all in their running game. The Patriots looked like the better team at the end, they made the most plays, uh, and they won the game, and it was a low-scoring game as everyone predicted. Um, But it was kind of like what we expected in terms of like the uh, the game flow and everything.
0: Yeah. Well, I have two words for you. Women's purse. And I'll get to the story. I'll tell the listeners what the story's about. But this game, it was pretty much, it was like you said, boring, predictable. We we knew that the special teams was going to be the one that was be the tiebreaker. And that's exactly I right it turned to be. Right, right. So yeah, so at least we got a win. It wasn't pretty, but a win is a win. Uh so let's talk about week number three. Because we just did our our uh, upset specials, everything that's gonna win. And let's start with, with you, Ron. Let's start with the uh Tampa Bay. Uh Green Bay visits them. And you have Green Bay winning twenty-four 17. Explain yourself. Why did you give that final uh, victory to Green
1: Bay? Yeah, so initially I think I had uh, well, I, I think I had uh, the the Bucs uh, winning this game if I remember correctly. I'm going back to look real quick. Yeah, I did. I had them winning initially. Um, but I'm changing it now. Mike Evans being suspended. Chris Godwin being hurt. I think, and you know, offensive line being questionable right now still. You know, um, Brady not looking himself just quite yet. I think uh, I think the Green Bay Packers are going to have their number. And it's not to say that Green Bay doesn't have their own issues. Uh, They're still trying to figure things out a little bit. Um, They played well this past week, but it was against the Bears. I think they'll continue playing well on the road um, and they'll they'll pull this one out.
0: So for me, I initially had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning, I know that they have tons of issues, I mean they're really short, short staff on the wide receivers, Brady's not looking like himself in this game, uh, but it is at home, Green Bay is playing at home, uh, Green Bay is coming to Tampa, so I'm actually gonna give them a victory, I think that Tampa Bay pulls it off. I'm um, giving a 21 to 13, even though the Green Bay defense is actually pretty good. I didn't think that it would, well, at least it did a really good job against Chicago, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think that, you know, home cooking does something to you. I don't know what it does. And I think that they're going to be victorious uh, 21 to 13. Okay, New England uh, versus Baltimore. They come into town. It's. Our home opener, Ron. You went with Baltimore, thirty-one to twenty-one. Explain yourself. What happened? We both. And I'll just go back. And I think we both came on losses, right?
1: Yeah, we did.
0: So what? What? What didn't you see? They're good enough to be the Steelers, but not the Baltimore.
1: Yeah. No, I think. Well, one, I think Baltimore well, offense is much better, obviously, than the Steelers. And they've been pretty good um, in terms of their offense the whole season, so I think they'll be able to score a lot more uh, against the Patriots' defense. Um, uh, at the same time, you know, I, New England's offense didn't, wasn't anything impressive, right? They're they're okay. Um, it's going to be difficult for them, I think, to uh, keep up with the Ravens uh, because they it's not to say they're not predictable; they, they, they're just not, I think, incapable of scoring a lot of points because they don't have a number 1 receiver. Um, they don't have I mean Mac is a good quarterback, but he's not like a you know, a Josh Allen or a game-changing quarterback. The running game is fine, but I don't still think they have enough to put, you know, to keep up with the Ravens. That's just what it comes down to.
0: Yeah, same with me. I just don't think that the Ravens are going to score. I don't think that they're going to score as many points as they did last week against the Dolphins. I just don't think that will happen. Because Bill Belichick just doesn't give up the home run. He just doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think that Baltimore will come up top. I gave them a uh, twenty four to ten. And it's gonna be one of those games where somehow some way New England is in the game and then Baltimore just says forget about this playing round, let's just win this. Right. Uh, that's why I, I think that it's gonna go under. I I really believe. Uh, so it's gonna be like a 10 to 24. I really hope I'm wrong, but it seems like they still have to figure out New England's offense. Even though I like what Matt Patricia did in Week Two against the Steelers, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if they have a game plan for Lamar Jackson because right? he can run, he can pass. Uh, I don't know if they have a running game, though. Do they? The Ooh. offense is hurt. Baltimore?
1: They, I mean, they, they got Lamar Jackson. So, what, he rushed for 100-something by himself. So, yeah. yeah. Yourself, yep. mm, you know, they they got a run game when, when he's at quarterback.
0: The other game that we're going to talk about is uh, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Run. You went Cleveland 23, Steelers 13. Explain yourself. Yes. you think that the Browns are going to beat the Steelers?
1: Yeah. So um, initially, I had Pittsburgh winning this beginning of our season when we went through our teams. After this week, and then hearing some of the comments in the media, uh, the the uh, finger pointing by some of the players uh, at Matt Canada. Um, there seems to be a little bit of dysfunction. Um, you got ex-players weighing in, calling Canada out too, supporting Trubisky. This just seems a lot like some some tough days are ahead. Um, so that's the you know I, I don't. It's a quick turnaround too. They they're facing a team uh, in Cleveland that can really run the ball. They gave up a lot of rushing yards against the Patriots. I don't see. How what's going to change this week on a short week? And I think uh, Nick Chubb is going to dominate this game. Uh, just dom- they're going to dominate the clock, uh, and then offensively, I have no clue what they're going to do at this point. I don't think anyone knows uh, what exactly the Steelers have planned because they, you know their offensive game plan has just been straight trash. Um, so yeah, I, you know Cleveland's going to going to win this week.
0: Yeah, I have Cleveland winning too because I. It just seemed like when we were there at that game, it seemed like there was no rush to score. It was almost like we're going to shorten the game, but even though we're not ahead. because It was like New England was up 6-3 or 3-0. But they were not running their hurry up the offense.
1: They couldn't get any, any rhythm at all. The only time we play well, and this goes back to last year too, is if we kind of scrap the playbook and just play faster with a faster pace.
0: Which is what pace. Ben did.
1: Yeah, this is what Ben said to hell with it at the end of the games and just like decide to take over. Well, Mitch is not going to do that, right? Mitch is new to the team. We got some new you know, players around him too, so... Uh, he's gonna f- follow Matt, you know, whatever Matt Canada wants to do and you know, Matt Canada has been extremely conservative uh, The play selections are really limited. I think uh, I heard or read somewhere today is only like 15 calls that they have right now on offense 15 plays some crap like that that's, that's true. but That's alarming. The other alarming thing I heard is that um Mitch is not allowed to audible in every situation. So even I, if, he, that, even if he, able, he sees something, he can't. He's uh, he's not. He's instructed not to audible. That makes no sense to me. So there's just too too much handcuffs on him. Uh, that is not going to work for any quarterback, especially not going to work for someone like Mitch, who plays better when he is using his athletic ability. Uh, he has the the freedom to run around and make plays. Um, you know. You can't constrain those type of quarterbacks, and that's what McCann is doing. So, no,
0: I, 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 when we were at Pittsburgh watching that game, they were moving the pocket. They were using Mitch at athletic the yeah. legs at the beginning, and I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's it's strange that when we watched Tomlin's press conference, he talked about execution. It it seemed like his players were executing, but they they, they were executing the plays that don't really get that much yardage.
1: It's both. So yeah, the play calling is atrocious. Um, you know, not, not getting, making an effort to get the ball, uh, to George Pickens, for example, that's, that's on play calling. Now is, was Mitch perfect? No, he missed a couple throws right through the interception. Najee may have missed some holes here and there. Um, You know, and then on defense, there was no execution, like, you know, to give up that many Uh, yards. Defense was, you know, not very impressive. We didn't get any sacks, right? Uh, We dropped an interception, special teams. We had some miscues there. So there's opportunity. I do believe, I agree with Tom that we got to execute better at the end of the day. Team that executes, usually the team that wins. Uh, But at the same time, offensively, um, the the play calling is just not, uh, not impressive at all.
0: So, I think what he, what he wanted to say, I know that it should have been more, more you know, saying my, the offense is executing without saying Mitch's name, and the defense is not executing. I think that we wanted to see more. It was, you know, I think I saw a comment. Somebody said it's a word salad because he doesn't want to give anybody anything. Yeah, he's Mitch's not going to
1: give the media anything yeah, to Yeah, he's one. not
0: going to do that. But... Cleveland has a better roster than the Pitts than uh, New England Patriots. I think uh, it's just the coaching is going to be different, mm-hmm. but I still see Cleveland pulling it off just because they have those two guns, uh, Hunt and Chubb. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you upset special one. You have Arizona los angeles rams this game is in arizona right yep 38 35 there's gonna be a lot of points a lot of fireworks but you think that arizona is gonna come on top
1: i do and i think i'm trying to pull up what the spread was um i know the rams were fa- three and a half is what they were favored by um listen the cardinals are they a good team uh, i think they're an okay team i think kyler murray what he can do scrambling uh, making magic um, I think that you, you can see more of that happening potentially against the Rams um, and then as far as the Rams you know I don't even know what happened this week they they lost we didn't get to see the game I didn't even see any highlights but
0: I just saw, I saw that Stafford threw a couple of INTs maybe mm-hmm. one I don't know but he was shaking I don't think he's 100% yet
1: yeah well and uh, you know Stafford can't turn the ball, ball over here and there. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, uh, a game in which they just fall short, and the Cardinals with Kyler Murray and his magic at the end will, will pull out uh, an upset.
0: Yeah, I actually I actually agree with you. Uh, I think Arizona might pull that one off. I went the other way, because you know, at the beginning of the podcast, we talked about teams that just not making it during 0-2, I think the Bengals might be one of those teams. I think that this week they go on three and they start questioning what the hell Sack Taylor Uh is doing there, right? Uh, And it hurts me, it hurts me, it pains me to say New York Jets will win this, but I think they will. Uh, I have a score 27-24 with the Jets on top, MetLife is going to be crazy. I think that they pulled this one off. I think that Bengals are just going downhill.
1: Bengals favored by four and a half. Yep. Um, they're not playing well. Offensive line is struggling. Burrow's getting frustrated.
0: And that Jets defense is actually pretty good.
1: Yeah, they're pretty decent. Yeah. yeah everyone is playing hard, you know. That's what you're <laughs> going to get with good coaching. So everyone in the Jets is playing hard. I don't know if I trust Flacco that much, but I don't trust Cincinnati either. And, I, you know, I, I thought... I mean, I've been saying this for a while. They won 10 games. And I thought they were a decent team. I just didn't think, you know, they're a Super Bowl team or anything like that, even though they no, made a Super Bowl. No, they're not. But yeah, so. you know what
0: is, why I chose Flacco? is because he's familiar with all these teams, right? He knows the Browns. He knows the Bengals. And I think he's going to be like, oh, the Bengals? Yeah, I beat them all the time mm-hmm. when I was in Baltimore. So I do trust Flacco is going to have some of that magic, some of that cooking that right? he was known for uh yeah so that's my opposite special for the week uh so let me let me explain why i said women's purse and you were there too Mm -hmm. right so i'll get to the we get to the stadium and i know for a fact they're not gonna let me in with my backpack right so we go to the store the team store and i ask the lady hey do you have any clear Transparent book bags She says yo yeah, yeah yeah right here Come this way She shows me like two different Kinds they all have The Steelers uh, Logo on it I go nope I I am a Pats fan Do you have anything Without the Steelers logo And she looks at me up and down She goes all I have is this And she shows me a it, women's purse
1: Now she says you're not going to like it right
0: she, she didn't say that She just said Cause I mean at that point She didn't know What I was buying it for mm-hmm. Maybe for my wife Maybe for myself It's The year 2022 Ron Get with it with me So she's like you got, I got these purse It's a women's purse But she emphasized To me <laughs> It's a women's purse right. So I was like You know what I'll take it I'll take it And then As I'm buying it As I'm at the register Paying for it The guy looks at me And he's like Oh, this one doesn't say Steelers. I'm like, I don't want it to say Steelers. So I'm putting it on, putting all my stuff on. You're looking at me funny. Yeah. Uh, our friend Angel is looking at me funny. And I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. Because the thing is this. All this stuff that I was carrying, if I put it in my pocket, I just know for a fact I'm going to lose something. Mm-hmm. It's just undeniable. It happens to me all the time. So I put on the women's purse. It's Clear, I put it like a messenger bag. As we walk to the stadium I'm thinking I'm definitely gonna get heckled by somebody. You're gonna see the Patriots jersey, they're gonna be like, oh, this guy's wearing a women's purse. But you know what? Almost the entire game no one said a peep. And then as I am leaving, an old guy comes up with me and says, Hey man, I like that person. <laughs>
1: I thought there was another guy who said something when we were walking to the stadium.
0: Um, they, may, they, may have, they may have said something under their breath. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But no one no one was like, hey, man, I like your purse. Oh. And that guy said something yeah, to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I turned around and go, whoa, I had to do it, man. Yeah. I had to do it. And I guess, like, the wokeness, you know, he didn't want to offend me, so he was like, Hey Amen I respect your choice <laughs> Yeah
1: Yeah but Me and So Angel and I Made fun of you The whole time We clowned of course, you Of course Of course But at the end of the, You got the last laugh Right you won the game So what you look like What you were wearing What you were carrying that None of that matters It does not so, matter Because uh, You won in the end
0: Yeah and Everybody Not a lot Not a lot of people Were wearing Pats gear A lot but not That much And I made sure That if you were Wearing a patch gear Yeah I yelled, go Pat. Yeah, Man, yeah. And that's exactly what happened.
1: So Sarek is a very obnoxious fan, uh, Pat's fan. That's not surprising. The Patriots are generally obnoxious. Uh, not the worst fans. You can um, hate
0: us all you want.
1: But uh, he was definitely in the stands at the end, talking a lot of trash when they were up throughout the entire uh, game. Uh, didn't get into any fights or anything like that. No, um,
0: Pittsburgh, people were
1: polite. Very polite, Pitched but round of applause to the Pittsburgh yes. fans, man. Yes, it, you guys are Pittsburgh very bright. Community was was great. Um, you know, even if you know, I was wearing my Pittsburgh gear all over the place, but those, you know, everyone just seemed like really friendly, uh and, and stuff. The
0: hotel, the restaurants, yeah. the uh we went to that uh scenic view. Yep. Uh everyone was just Great you know, City. Old people coming up to me, saying, Hey, I hope stays well mm-hmm. Even though I'm wearing Pat's gear It was Beautiful That's the way it should be Yeah All the time Right That's the way It's not gonna be If you go to Boston Wearing the wrong Right Jersey right.
1: Hey We just talked about Oakland and their fans And stuff So Vegas now um, Greatest fans are You know That's Completely different Completely opposite
0: Uh, So Do you have anything To add to uh, This week Mark
1: uh, not really. Uh, I'm gonna be watching my team on Thursday, praying uh, that you know something changes offensively, and then um, I'm gonna be glued to Twitter and social media uh, and all the radio stations that I can I can pull up and find because like the the anger is real. Uh, people are frustrated, fans are pissed, uh, and I think if we not just come out and lose, but if we, we have another showing like we did, I think all hell breaks loose, and it's starting to already. Um, but all hell is gonna break loose. The players are gonna like uh, turn against Matt Canada, um, and they probably start to turn on Tomlin too. I know some people have, um, you know. So that's that's what I'm gonna be be doing after after the game on Thursday. Just looking to see and listening to what's going on.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you guys go uh, one and two, what is it time for Canada to go If it was a time for he to come in?
1: Uh, it, probably, it could be both, depending on how Mitch plays. You know, if he misses some reads, doesn't uh, make some throws downfield, uh, and he's, not, he's playing okay, not, you know, just not taking risks, then uh, it might be time for him to go too much sooner than I thought. I thought Mitch would play the entire season. Uh, or at least get to the bye week. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't see them doing anything with Canada in the middle of the season because, you know, what what are you going to replace him with? Um, you know, who internally are they going to move up? And what message is that sending to the team after just three weeks? You know, so, um, but I think when you don't make a move, what does that say to your players? Um the veterans, yeah. What message is that sending to the the vets, uh, and you know, and especially if you're losing.
0: Yeah, but you know what? In that division, even though you have you're having a rough start, it's not even a rough start. I mean, you're being one and one. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're zero and two. But uh, if you're having a rough start, you can still come back.
1: We could be zero and two though. We're one and one, and even the game where we had those you know, seven. Uh, sacks and all those turnovers and stuff. We could we could be 0 2 right now. It, it, you know, it took an overtime field goal to win that game. So, you know, just being realistic, we this is an 0 and 2 team that we're talking about uh, potentially being, you know, one and one, one and two after this week. But really, not playing well um, on all you know all c- cylinders. So.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't speak to the reality, but uh, I will say this: I picked at the beginning of the season. I picked the under for the Steelers. If they lose this week, and then next week some drastic happens, because then you're playing on Thursday, you're gonna have extra time, right? Uh, to basically maybe make a change or what if no change happens
1: yeah I don't see I don't you know even though it's extra time I just don't see Tomlin doing it I did I don't he likes Mitch he realizes it is not all Mitch's fault um I just don't see
0: him doing it I don't yeah okay well in that point uh, I'm gonna say Peace. Ace.
1: ace Guys, thanks again for listening and supporting us. You can find us at the Sim Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. Shut your mouth
0: broadcasting. First round draft pick, believe we got stats kid, Quarterback sacking, 100 yard dashing, so tap in for the action, what teams got traction?